Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Out in the Guts podcast. Joining as always is your host, Tricky, and my co-host, JP. How are we, mate? Not too bad, mate. What'd you get up to on the weekend, mate? So you went to the Essendon game. How was it? Almost had a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> a few say that. A few froffies? Ah, a couple. Yeah, a couple. Yeah. Didn't go to work the next day. Why's that? <laughs> Couldn't be bothered. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's. Nah, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> um, no, it was hard. It was, it was a good taste of what a real AFL game could possibly be like. Yeah. Especially North Melbourne, the way they're up and coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you play footy on the weekend? How'd you go? Let's no? not talk about it. No, no. No. Why's that? And the worst day ever. <laughs> Why? Um. Well, let's just say it. Well, we only lost by thirty nine, so the team it wasn't too bad for the team. But um, yeah, I only had a couple of disposals, and I think I missed two shots. Ooh, well, playing up forward, missed one, and the other one was touched. Um, smothered off my boot and went through the touch. Oh, touch. Not ideal, not ideal at all. Roved it pretty well though, yeah, <laughs> off a full forward, so mm. it was pretty good. Were you playing half forward? Uh, forward pocket. Forward pocket, yeah. the forward pocket player. Playing as a small forward role, you, you will say. Oh, Jesus, that's it's probably not ideal, is it? No, it's not really. Um, and then I switched into the ruck a bit again, which yep. is still not ideal. Because that's where, you know, your ruckmen rotate. They rotate through the forward pocket, apparently. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, he ro- he, ruck- he, um, he rotated to the half forward, but and we got another small bloke, but they made me start pockets for some reason, which is not ideal for me. I'm not liking mm. it as much. No. Nah. Yeah, hopefully get dropped to the twos next game. <laughs> oh, and the Magoos. Yeah, they're they're winning games and look like they're having fun. And I'm I'm a leader. I'm in the leadership group down there, so I think I need to get back there. Mm, yeah, well, you're not doing the boys well being the leadership group and then going up to the ones and only touching the ball a couple of times. Yeah, you as every reserve player does when they go up, don't they? Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, obviously last week we didn't have an episode, so we apologise for that. And uh, but we did. It was the mid-season draft, so there's not a lot to talk about there, but just a couple of names we want to go over. Because there was a couple of local boys and a couple of former players that have got a second lifeline. Yeah. So pick one went to West Coast, and that was Ryan Marrick, who's a forward from Gitsland Power, and his local club's Druin. So there yeah, you go. I did see that. Um, where's another one I wanted to mention? Uh, Ethan Stanley, who went pick eight to Fremantle. Through the Box Hill VFL, but his local club's actually uh, Frankston YCW. Oh yeah, so, and another uh, one we got. Oh, Caleb Poulter, second lifeline, going number ten to Western Bulldogs. Obviously, he was playing former, in the Bulldogs. Former Collingwood. Yep, I'm very. Don't know why we even ever got rid of him. Uh, another person to get a second lifeline, pick eleven to Port Adelaide was Quinton Narkle for the Essendon VFL. I was a bit surprised we didn't pick him up for some reason. Mm-hmm. I thought we would have taken him. Yep. Especially the way he's been playing in our VFL side. Like, it was pretty good. And the other person I wanted to touch on was a very, very local boy. He's actually a mate of mine, a good mate of my brother's too. Pick 13 in Richmond. Through the Richmond VFL was actually James Josias. So he's, he played his juniors at Berwick, and then he's played his last few years at Turin. So yep. very local boy. I worked with him for a few years. And, yeah, so good mates of him. Corey's good mates of him. So Ever watch him play? Uh, I did watch him play a VF uh, one VFL game. And he was go. good. He was good, but he got some notice late. He had a twenty like a twenty odd disposal game. He plays off half back. Yeah. Um, at local level, he normally plays wing or half forward, but down there he plays half back because he's really athletic and take good mark. 
Yeah. And uses the ball well, so they picked him up at half back there, and then he's got a chance there. How long, how long do you reckon they till they put him in? It's, hard, it's a hard one. It's really I, I I honestly don't know because, like I said, I only watched a little bit of him play. I haven't I haven't had the likelihood of watching him play that much, so I couldn't really comment. And what does your brother think? He doesn't know either because there's like so many spots, and like he could play numerous positions, but. He could get a look in. You never know. Well, they like him. Obviously, he's only, he only went over to the Richmond VFL this year. Really? So he, he played in the Turidman flag last year. And he got he got picked up. He just went for a trial for if someone through the Turidman club knew someone. Yeah. So they just um, recommended a few of the boys and him and a few others did a trial there. And that's how he got picked up there. And then, what, halfway through the season now, he's an AFL player. I mean, has he been playing all year for Richmond? Yeah, all year for Richmond. So he yeah. debuted round one in the VFL there. But prior to that, he was just expected to be playing at Turin. Oh, wow. So. Must be, actually. Wait, it does take a lot to get up there. So. Yeah, it does. Now, one um, before we get on to the actual uh, wrap-up of the round, as we always do, the first point I wanted to point out, I think, I believe he signed yesterday, and you did mention it to me. Do you want to take us through what, um, uh, what obviously I'm referring to? <laughs> so... Everyone has, probably has heard about it. Um, the big sign-on of Nick Blakey to, for seven years mm. for Sydney Swans. And, you know, not these big contracts. That, <laughs> they don't ever work out well, I can tell you that. A um, few injured players always come after it as soon as they sign. So You're not a fan of it? Nah. Nah, not seven? I don't, I don't like these big contracts. Nah, I know what you mean, yeah. Like four would be nice, four or five even. Uh, three or four, mm. three or four max. Like, don't go signing seven years. Like, yeah, as much as you want to stay as a you know committed to that one club. Yep. Why not just sign for three or four? See how the body's going, all that kind of stuff. Because you know you never know down the track. Like, you could end up like Buddy and miss a whole season possibly over it, and you know still get managed and not be up to AFL stand and. They just let you go, let's say, five years into it. Mm. you still got two years to run on your contracts. Like, what do you do there? Like, Yeah. You know. so contracts these days, like, even when if you sign, you're no guaranteed to stay. They can just ship you off like that. Oh, 100%. It literally doesn't mean anything other nah. than a signature to a piece of paper that can still be broken. And money. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, you know, look, the likes of Brady Grundy signed seven years and got pushed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Chalor was he on a big contract? Possibly? Yeah, Adam Chalor would have been on a big one too. Five, or, five yeah. or six, yeah. So there's another player that can get pushed out. I know, I know they're two Collingwood players, and I, you know, but it just happens. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Like you said, contracts don't mean anything anymore. It's just like clubs ship them out, and then they offer to pay for them while they're playing for another club still. So. It's a big, it's a big question mark on there. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Like I said, hopefully he doesn't do an injury right prior before us uh, we started this because, as I said, it always happens. Peter Wright did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. There was a couple others that signed and they've done injuries as well. Like it's just horrendous. Yeah, hundred percent. So uh, starting off, we'll start off with um. So round twelve, obviously the wrap up, the Friday night game. Wasn't this a boring game though? Yeah, I kind of I watched I think a quarter and it was the second quarter. And I think I watched Harry Mackay kick a goal. Oh, might have been the first quarter. So we'll just say um, Melbourne they won by seventeen points. And obviously, as you mentioned, Harry Mackay boots three goals after a horror goal kicking run. He had two goals straight at one point. And I, I, I actually, even as a Collingwood supporter, I had a smile on my face. 
I was wondering what they were cheering about so much when he kicked his first. Yeah. I'm sitting there going, what, is it like a big game for him or something? And then Shani's dad just said, oh, it's probably because he actually has kicked a goal and after a horror run, I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. But And it was a snap too. Yeah. <laughs> and he actually backed himself in and did, didn't get in two minds. That was the key. He backed in his routine, didn't get in two minds. Yeah. Well, and the, the best part was, did you see him celebrate after it? Oh, yeah. The pure, it was just like a relief of... Everything coming out. Even when he kicked the kicked the drop punt, and it went sailing through, like that's the type of player that we're used to seeing from him. Because I think people were really hard on him, and it obviously he talked. He has his, you know, he has his own podcast. Yeah, with his this brother year, and stuff. Yeah. This year, how much it weighs on him too, like how much it hurts his not only him but his family, his coaches, and yeah, he has to carry that burden. And it, yeah, when even though. Um, he was a Coleman medal winner. Mm. Might have been low goals, but he was still a Coleman medal winner. Like, you've got to go back and actually kick those goals still. So, in fairness, he does deserve what he got. Possibly not full harsh, but yeah. does deserve it. Like, everyone was like, oh, I, even I was saying he should probably be dropped to the twos to go find confidence again. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought maybe they should, they should play him, they should have played him higher. Until he found some confidence. Cause even it, even Kerno's starting to spray him a bit now. Yeah. So, what's going on down at Carlton? Well, I think that's the question everywhere. It's not just the forward line. It's the Carlton mix in general. Uh, I think I said um, to Shani's dad once, um, they're going back to their old ways of relying on Crips again. Mm. And, and he's 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 not having a great season, I'm telling you. No, I think... Uh, he's not having a great season. He's... Sydney, He's not impacting. No, nah, Sydney, he had um, injured ankle. Mm. Um, in a way, they were winning games last year mostly without Sam Walsh. Yep. And they pushed out Matt Kennedy. See, there's another one. He signed a big contract. Mm-hmm. He's been pushed out down to the fucking... Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Down to the back line. Um, you know, like he was a midfielder last year, had the standout standout year and he's just been pushed down to the back line for some reason. Why not get him in that midfield again? Yeah, I agree. I agree. And you know, he's played as sub, played in the twos. In a way, Sam Walsh comes back and they start losing. Mm. Is it Sam Walsh? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be dissing Sam Walsh like that. Well, I think I it's just Carlton did. as a whole. Yeah, but I just did. Yeah. I, I, I hate him anyway, so yeah, I hope I we beat him this week. I don't know what's going on down there. Um, but the other thing was, did you see uh, Cosby Pickett's goal? Really From nice on the boundary. Yep. That was – I I obviously, when I do it, I read the match reports, and then I saw that, but then I saw a video of it. I clicked on it, and I was like, geez, how has he got it through those two people? Oh, mate, it's just luck. Mm. Pure luck. Like every other goal, like every – luck. Uh, Snap from the boundary and that kind of stuff. Like, it's just pure luck. Uh, Jake and Van Rowan secured the Rising Star nomination for this round for 16 disposals, a goal, and took a game-high seven marks. So he looks like a real good talent for them too. 100%. Um, like, the loss of Jackson out mm. of there, because he was a forward roll through there. Ben Brown doesn't get back in. I'm saying it now. Ben Brown does not get back in this team. No, but who cares? He has a premiership medal around his neck, so <laughs> who, does he really need to get back in? Uh, um, who else is there? Tom Mc- is Tom McDonald playing or was he injured? He comes in and out, in and out, in yeah, and out. Yeah, see, he's another one. Um, there was, where is it? Oh, the likes of Hunter, yep. Ed Langdon, 
Neil Bolland and Cozzy Pickett was way too much to handle for the Blues. It's speed again. It's their lack of speed is what hurts Carlton and their ball use. Yeah. Hunter, Hunter's been a good pickup for them this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the uh, his smartness. Yep. Um, uh, where where they got him playing on the wing? On the wing, yeah. Uh, still on the wing, yeah. Because he was playing midfield at the Bulldogs sometimes. Sometimes, but majority wing. Wing, as well. yeah. Wing but half like, forward. But they they finally got two proper wings. Like, and then you can push Neil Ball and Andy ba- Brayshaw into the midfield now. Like all that kind of stuff. Like it's pretty good. Like they're. Saw that I'm not going to say they're like Collingwood, but they've got people that can run through that midfield now. Yep. Um, go on. Who else is next, Rick? No, but what I was going to say was um, before we get on to the next game, the things so I wanted to go through with you um, something you sent into the chat today. Yep. The 2017 AFL draft class. I like that. Yeah. You sent in. What, what did you think of it? So, JP sent in today. It's a photo from um, shout out to um, AFL Zero Hangar. It's a website or a Facebook social media platform. It's a 2017 AFL draft class. Where are they now? So in the exceeding expectations, you've got Andrew Brayshaw, who went pick two, Noah Bolter, who went pick 25, Liam Ryan, who went pick 26, Bailey Fritch, who went pick 31, and Nathan Murphy, who went pick 39. Meeting expectations, you have Luke Davies-Uniak, who went pick four, Adam Chera, pick five, Darcy Fogarty, pick 12, James Warple, pick 45, and Grian Myers, pick 57. Now, in the below expectations, you have <laughs> Paddy Dow, who went pick three. That's rough. Jaden Stevenson went pick six. Although he did win a rising star, has done nothing since then. Yes. Lockie O'Brien, who went pick 10. Aidan Bono, who went pick 11. And Charlie Constable, who went pick 36. Do you agree with this list as a whole? Luke David Uniak is... He's not exceeding expectations yet because he hasn't put a season together. Yeah, well, he's been injured, I suppose, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I do. bit rough on Paddy Dow to get put down below expectations when he hasn't even gotten a game. It's yeah, a bit hard. That's a bit stiff. Surely there's other people that you could have put in there. Maybe. He's been freaking killing in that VFL side. Yeah, I know. Like, honestly. And he played sub on the weekend, but uh, on Friday, but, like, Mm, what can you do? <sighs> but no, that, that is actually a pretty fair list. Like, uh, I did mention Nathan Murphy today. <laughs> <laughs> JP, so J, when JP sent it in today, guys, he goes, how is Nathan Murphy exceeding expectations when he is not e- even getting a game in Collingwood's ones? I message back, you're joking, right? Yeah. He goes, oh, wait, is that Nathan Kruger? Sorry. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, all goods. But I'm just like, Stuff that I was sitting there going, I rate Nathan Murphy very highly yeah, as an accepting defender. Obviously started off as a forward, but now as a defender. Once I realised what I did and then I searched him up, I went, oh, wait, he's actually playing ones. He's actually playing really well with Darcy Moore and all that stuff down back. Yeah. Um, Do you want to take the next game to put Adelaide Hawthorne? Obviously, I was at Upway. Uh, Wanden, it was Wanden versus Upway. Wanden got the win very comfortably in that game. Um, right, so it was a big game. Mm. <laughs> um, so Port Adelaide, 23-13-151, defeated Hawthorne, 14-12-96, 55-point win. We had goal kickers, Finlayson, Marshall for five, Rioli four, Houston two, Rosie's Butters, Burn Jones, Horn Francis, Burton, Wines and McKenty. McKenty one. Then we have Bruce for five, Lewis for three, Amon, Brockman, Butler, Impey, Newcomb, and McDonald for one. Disposals, Rosie's 29, 13 inside 50s, nine in score, 
Nine score involvements, five clearances, and 859 metres gained. Big game. Very big, big game. game. Butters, 26, seven tackles and seven score involvements. Warpool, 35, nine score involvements and six clearances. MP 33, Amon, 25, and 10 score involvements. Talking points. Port's fast start. I was... We were looking at this as we were commentating. Yep. And we couldn't believe our eyes, so we just had to keep um, going back and giving score updates because we just couldn't believe it. Yep. And funny thing was, one of the guys, Leo, who I do it with, his wife is a mad Hawthorne supporter. He goes, well, it looks like I'm not going home tonight after Upway. He lives in Germana. <laughs> so he goes, looks like I'm not going home tonight. He goes, oh, I'm going to have to get my own dinner on the way home. And then when Hawthorne started coming back, they, well, not coming back, put on some more big scores. Yep. He's like, oh, so it's worth going home now. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Mike cooked me dinner. Uh, it was a very... Finlayson and four in the first quarter. Yeah, and then went... <laughs> I know, There's but nowhere to be seen he's, after. He's, since going to Port, he is so good. He's turned it around. He is so good. He's more impactful there than was at GWS. Oh, yeah, and because he, he's, he's been more using the ruck too. Yeah. And he can play as another midfielder. Like, It's funny how all these half-forwards can be playing as these midfield roles mm, now. Yeah. It's like a new thing for the AFL. Yep, 100%. Um, Luke Bruce kicks his 500th goal. That was really good to see. Um, Is he... He's got to be now with some of the best small forwards to ever play the game. He's oh, like, 100%. He's, he's up there. I heard them talk about that on SEN. Yeah. And Gary Lyon was going, I wouldn't picture him as a small forward, but then he goes, I go and look at his actual height, and he goes, oh, he's a small forward, but didn't realise... They use him more. Of, they use him more of full forward than yeah, like a medium size type <laughs> yeah. of thing. Uh, it's a pretty long career for him. Kick five hundred. It's a pretty extending career for him. So well done to him. Now, next game I have with West Coast and Collingwood. Now I missed majority of this game. I didn't even watch it because I was on the drive home from Upway. At this point. There will be something I want to say in talking points. Yeah, but 8-9, eight, eight, West Coast 57, defeated by Collingwood 18-12, 120, 63 points. Uh, goal kickers for the Eagles, you have Allen with three, Long, Sheed, Clark, Kelly, O'Neill with one each. Then for the Pies, you had Majacek, Nick Dacos, Hill and Johnson, all with three. Mason Cox with two. Harrison with one. Adams, Crisp and Mitchell with the one. Disposals, you had... Dom Shade with 43, good game from him. 10 clearance and 8 score involvements. Flog. Duggan had 33 and 13 marks. Kelly had 29 and 9 clearances. And Wiverton had 28, while Yo, who looked better today, had, oh. he looked really good. 26, 16 contested and 7 clearances. Uh, then for Collingwood, Nick Dacos had 30 with 9 score involvements, 3 goals and 626 metres gain. We'll touch on him a bit later in a second. Ooh. And Mitchell had 30 with 13 tackles. But the big debate of the weekend and the big talking point was the Jordan Dugowie bump. Let's talk. What 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 do we think? What do we think of it? He's getting like I never sh- shied away with his getting suspended, but oh, hundred percent. Is has the talk been over the top? Yes. You look. Uh, they kind of did. They did it with Crips as well. So it's it's no matter what they. The talk's always going to be over the top because they think he's frigging close to a Brownlow. Yeah. I wouldn't say Dugowie was close to a Brownlow, but yeah. he. he That's the talk of the town. Like, yeah, I know. He's quite, he's but they were trying to say it was, it was Kane Corn saying it's a weak act. How though? Yeah, like... It's, it's, part, it's part of the AFL. You bump. I didn't like... I, don't, I didn't like it. 
same time, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, ooh, that's not good. But at the same time, when you slow it down, he shouldn't have bumped. But at the same time, the way he was going with the momentum, he had no really other option. Yeah, but that, that's the same as Lockie Hunter. Yeah, he had, but he had no other option. It's it's a tough situation it's to be always, in. It's always going to be, uh, you know, I didn't have anywhere to go. I braced myself. Yeah. The only thing that really he could have done better for it is not jump. Yeah. He shouldn't have jumped. So he but, jumped. But people trying to compare this to his Bali incidents and his New York incidents yeah. is absolute rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> it's rubbish. Weather's, and my, mind weather's, you, weather's mind good you, over there. I'm putting a name, I'm putting a name on here. <laughs> this person is gutless. He's a prick. And I tell you what, he put some heartache into me in 2018 as well. Dom Sheed. Come here, mate. Let's have a chat. Let's have a chat, Dom Sheed. Dom Sheed, let's have a chat. So, first of all... No, 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 no. Mate, he shouldn't even... like like. Where's the play code? Play code. No, I think it was... Who was it? Dale Thomas. Yeah. That's that's the... the, He said said it perfectly. He said, mate, no one... If he flew the flag for him, then he could have something to say. But you know what, Dom Sheed? Get a fucking win, champ. Honestly, worry about getting the fucking win than fucking saying something on Facebook or anything like that. Like, you worry d- about you, getting the fucking you win. You didn't even, they didn't even fly the flag. No. Then. If he thought it was such a bad thing, why didn't he do anything? You know, you know if, the funny? Ta- if the tables were flipped, there would have been about eight Collingwood players on them. You know what was funny? What? Tim Kelly looked at it and watched it. Yeah, I know. Stood right in front of it and looked and watched it happen all unfold in front of him. Guess what he did? And, and Guess nothing. what he did? Nothing. He stood there. And the fact I hate how some people are arguing going, he's an 18-year-old kid. Do you think Dugowie is sitting there going, oh, geez, he's an 18-year-old, can't do it? No, you're not an 18-year-old kid. I'm sorry, you're an AFL footballer. You're playing senior footy, mate. Look, I didn't, li- I didn't, didn't like the hit, but the, the talk around it was a joke. And Dom Sheed, what, what happened to player respect <coughs> and player's code? That was a joke, your comment. Two months he called for at one point. Two months. Yeah. And, and then West Coast put it on their Instagram. Yeah. Andy, Andrew Gaff got two months for freaking KO and Andy Brayshaw. I know. So, well, how's a freaking little bump like that? I know. It dis- did it break his jaw or something? Knock, it knocked him out. Yeah. I don't know about broke his jaw. I'm but pretty sure I heard something about a cracked jaw or something. Yeah. But like... Well, I'm not condoning it. Not, not nah. saying, but I'm saying the talk has been a bit over the top. I, in a way, I do sort of condone it because the bump <laughs> is dead. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. love when someone gets hit. Mm. It's awesome. But don't go jumping over the top like that and yeah. like jump into him. Do it safely, please. Like, in a way. The one positive that could come out of this, and we saw it in the second half, of how damaging this player can be. This means we could be able to see more of, I know I harp on about him, but it's hard not to when he does stuff like this. We can see more of Nick Dacos forward of centre of the ball. How damaging does he look forward of centre of the ball running towards goals instead of setting it up? Did you hear the story about him? What? So, Craig McRae said, uh, well, this is what Nick Dacos said after the game. He said, so Craig wanted to rest me for about seven to eight minutes, you know, in that last quarter. He said, oh, no, we'll switch you on, but you're going deep forward. Mm, yeah, I saw him playing full forward at one point. So he, want, he was playing deep for, full forward. He was like, all right, no worries. He said, look, don't go out there. Don't 
jog slowly or anything, but don't sprint. Yeah. Comes straight onto the ground, gets the ball, starts sprinting, kicks the goal. Yeah. And he said, yeah, Fly, Fly will probably be a bit mad at me after that, but mm. who cares? But <laughs> how damaging oh. could it, is he going to be? Because this will allow him to have more mid-time and instead of playing that half-back going mid every now, he's going to go mid-half-forward. And nah, he's... He's he's gonna have more he's gonna have more mid time and forward of the ball. We nah. kicked three goals. Look at doesn't, that. Doesn't matter. He's not gonna be playing half back with Dagoe out. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, probably with, with Dagoe yeah, out. Who who do you bring in for Dagoe? Well, Nick Dacos goes in the middle. Depends. He might have someone else to go in there. Nick Dacos is too damaging off that half back though. Yeah, but he's too damaging forward to the center as well. He's just too good of a player, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> we can agree on that one. And we, as we move, we'll just agree on that and move from there. But uh, Harvey Harrison kicks his first oh, yeah. goal in his uh, debut, which was also it was good, good It was a good move. So I did say it. I, I actually watched the highlights today because I was a bit bored. Uh, did you see this tackle? Liam, don't know. He got a... It, it, let's just say you would not be happy with the suspension. It was not great. It wasn't a good... It wasn't a suspension worthy. Hold on, people. I'm getting this suspension up. Oh, do you actually say, I just read before, he can't even make the tribunal. They've, like, um, taken it away because he's in hospital. Who? Liam Dugman. Oh, yeah, no, he, yeah, he got sent, um, rushed to hospital, didn't he? Yep. Uh, if you look for it quickly, you might be able to find it somewhere. You're on the wrong game, too. I'm not. Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, you might be able to find it. Nope. Can't find it. Uh, anyway, so if we go to here, I could, um, you've got the next game anyway. I'll let you know if I find it. Um. um uh, where's match ah. review, match review? So I'll just take the next game. So, uh, so Saturday night, it was actually not a bad game trick. Yep. Um, watching it, but Cat's got it done. Um, so, okay. oh, here we go. Gotcha. Here, yeah. I forgot I was connected to the Bluetooth. Jesus Christ. Anyways, yeah, so you keep talking while so they're So, Western Bulldogs versus Geelong, 10 15 75. The doggies defeated by 15 7 97. Ah, All right, 22 points, by the way. Slow mo, probably. Yep. So that that was the suspension. Oh no, that didn't show up. But that was. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me. Yeah. All right. Now they're taking the piss with this friggin' dangerous tackle bullshit. Seriously, mm-hmm. honestly, yep. I'm over it. Anyway. Uh, Really makes my blood boil. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I'm fucking over it. Every freaking time, every week, there's somehow a dangerous tackle and someone's getting reported. Yeah, I know. Let the players fucking play. Mm. Honestly, seriously. All right. Oh, fuck. Anyway, goal kickers for Western Bulldogs: Hugo Hagen. Oh, they all had one. So these are the goal kickers. They all had only one goal each. So Hugo Hagen, Lob, Norton, Smith, O'Donnell, O'Donnell. Finally kicked his first goal, I saw. 
Richards, McRae, Waitman, Daniel, and Trelaw. Hawk for Geelong. Hawkins, Cameron, Rowan all had two each. Stengel, Blitzars, Myers, Stewart, Tui, Henry, Nivet, Close, and Brune all had one each. Mm. Disposals. Daniels had 35, eight score environments, and 89% efficiency. Dale with 31, eight marks, and 612 metres gain. Chalor, 31, 11 tackles. Libertore, 30, 11 score environments, seven clearances, and seven tackles. McRae, 29. English, 27, 30 hitouts, 12 marks, eight tackles, and eight score involvements. Good game. Oh, yeah. And then Stewart had 27, 10 intercepts, 10 marks, 89% efficiency, and 697 metres gain. Talking points, inaccurate dogs again. Cost them the game, no doubt. Yep. Um, they did it against Gold Coast. They've done it against Geelong. Um, there was a thing... Oh, it was a quick talking point I actually wanted to bring up with you. Mm-hmm. This dogs and old stuff. See how they're playing Rory Lobb on the wing? Yeah. What What the hell? Why not switch him with Hugo Hagen? Hugo Hagen looks good up forward, though. Hugo Hagen's got more of a damaging left foot. Mm. Can get him. Sort of or, like... Or why don't you just leave it as it is and leave them both down there? <laughs> yeah, in a way. Yeah, but two, three tolls. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, well, well, yeah, should well, Norton go back? Nah. Norton's been their most consistent forward going around. But if Norton goes back, yeah, Norton could be one of the best players in the competition. But if who Norton kicks goes, goals for him? Norton goes, well, you or Hagen can kick goals. <laughs> Mate, when, he kicks, when he kicks straight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he's looking good, but he just needs to get the kick yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Norton's uh, kicking straight every week, kicking three or two goals every week. There is no reason why Bonson Pally can't spend more time forward. I feel like, you know what Hugo Hagen could do, possibly? What? It's a big, big call. But in a couple of years, if he played on the wing, could possibly do a Maddie Richardson. And nearly win a Brownlow. Possibly. With his damaging left foot in forward, plus probably still can kick goals outside 50, because he has a long bomb. And I've seen it, because I've watched it, and it was from, I think it was from the boundary, kicked it... 55, 60 metres and went sailing through. Yeah. He could possibly win a brown low from the wing. <laughs> or come close. Come close. His hands are exceptional. And you know that. His marking's exceptional. Like, he takes a freaking pack mark here, there and everywhere. Yeah. Put a bit more meat on him and he probably could be a gun wingman and come close to possibly a brown low. Yeah, he's a big call. It is a big call, but... No one's ever going to know until it happens. Exactly. Um, what else? What else we got here? Jeremy Cameron shines with... I thought it was 22 touches, mate. Was it 22? Yeah, I, it was had, 20. I saw 21. I thought it was 22. I Maybe read. it was 22, but... Anyway, 20, 20, 21 or 22, two goals. 21. Ten, yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, 21. Oh, someone said on their page that he had 22. <laughs> That's where I wrote it from. Yeah, fair enough. Um, two Just goals. Down me again. Huh? Just don't ever doubt me oh, again. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two goals, ten score environments, and seven marks. Then you've just put Zaki. Oh, that was supposed to be um, the next part. I must have accidentally wrote it twice. <laughs> 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 so I wrote Zaki, then yeah. Zach to we. Yeah, yeah no, the nice long man. bomb. Yeah, the long nice. bomb. That was a big bomb. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Oh, it was huge. Too, ba- too busy probably finding the pokes. <laughs> <laughs> you faint. Um. 
You can take this one. What, Mitch Nevert? Yeah. He's looking like a player for the future. He had 17 disposals, eight contested, seven tackles, and a goal. And our man, um, Hogti, uh, called him out the other week. Saying he should <laughs> oh, He really did He really let him have it too Oh he did I was, It was a bit harsh uh, For only what How many games has he played now Like ever Proper Just football I mean it's like, like AFL No he's, Oh no idea No idea I think he only played Three VFL games Before he got put into the ones Probably so. uh, Richards Will be a damaging blow For Western Bulldogs was putting together a really good season. It's likely to be at least six weeks. Just another JJ. Mm. They're, 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 two, they're missing two of those, uh, them two now, so it's going to be hard for them. And Rowan knows. <laughs> Rowan knows. <laughs> All right, got the next game. So we got the Darwin Suns versus Adelaide. Uh, 16. <laughs> what, mate? What are you laughing at? Okay, anyway, 16, yeah, 16. You. <laughs> you didn't get what I said, anyway. 16, 16, Oh, the Darwin Suns, yeah, now I actually uh, heard bit, it. Bit slow now, Yeah, like, I was sl- like, what's he laughing at? Oh, Darwin Suns, yeah. Oh, yeah, 16, it's, it is fair. <laughs> I reckon they should. Freaking, they play well there. 16, 16, 112, defeated Adelaide, 13, 9, 87, 25 points. Uh, Lacocious kicked five, King kicked three, Anderson, Caswell, and Humphrey both all kicked two. And Jeffrey and Rao kicked the one. Uh, Fogarty for the Crows kicked three. Keys and Walker kicked two. Rochelle, Dawson, Murphy, Pendler, Miller, and O'Brien kicked the one. For the disposals for the Suns, you had Anderson was the dominating force in the midfield with 28 touches, 18 contested, eight scoring runs, eight clearances, two goals, and 642 metres gained. Absolute star. While Jordan Dawson for the Crows had 30 of eight inside 56 tackles and 633 metres gained. Uh, Brody Smith had nine, um, 26, nine rebound 50s in 815 metres gained. It's a lot of running. Keys also had 25, 10 tackles, eight scoring rollments, six clearances and two goals. So I thought he was outstanding. Uh, talking points. The hype around Adelaide, but they now need to be questioned about their ability to play outside of Adelaide. They've only won one game this season outside of Adelaide. I'm pretty sure they just wish they could book all their games at Adelaide. I think they? so, yeah. But it's yeah. time for them to be questioned about their ability to play out Adelaide. Yeah, it's it is a big question. Like, like you saying, like they've only won one one game out of there. Who did they win against out, out of Adelaide? Don't know off the top of my head. But uh, still, like, yeah, yeah it, it is a big. Big thing like they need to really. Gold play. Coast trailed by as much as 35 points halfway through the second quarter. So it was a good fight back there. And although not a massive game disposals wise for Matt Rowe, he had a big impact in the second half, collecting 11 disposals, seven clearances, which was 10 in total for the game. He's just a brute, isn't he? Well, that game last week against the Dogs was a big game for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, it, it's good that the Suns have. Two players like Rowell and Anderson. And you've got Humphrey coming through as well. Yeah, you can't tag them all. Yeah. You tag Anderson. There's Rowell. Matt, Matty Rowell goes And then Took in, Miller comes back. Yeah, but then you tag you tag Rowell, Anderson stands up. Took Miller comes back. You tag him, you've got them two free. Mm. They're, they're actually looking very damaging. Um, do you reckon Stewie Do loses his job? I don't. I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen either. Because he's actually, he's creating something really good he down there. He is. It's taken long enough, but... Uh, oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Isaac Rankin was actually kept goals for the first time in 2023 by a 
Ben Long, of all people. Sure, it was his first time. Yep. Uh, that was in the match report. <laughs> That's how I know. I think it was a game that he got kept goalless. Uh, was like injury, very impactful. Injury, Doherty has ruptured his ACL. Confirmed. So there goes the season. And he's out of contract at the end of the year too. <laughs> oh, that is rough. Yep. <laughs> and delisted. <laughs> no, no. Uh, next You're game. gone. What you can take the next game? What a ripping! Or do you want to take? No, nah, you can have this game. Man. I want the Essendon game. I was actually live at the Essendon. Yeah, fair game. enough. Uh, and Sunday, the first of the two ripping games for Sundays: GWS v Richmond. GWS 15-14. 104 defeated by Richmond, 16-14-110. Goal kickers for the GWS Giants. You had Green with three, Briggs with two, Bedford, O'Halloran, Hogan, Ward, Cardman, Callahan, uh, Cadman, Callahan uh, Fahe, Daniels, Riccardi, Brown uh, with one. Right there, mate. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you really like... Cal- Cal- Shut Cal- up. <laughs> I, I wrote, I said Carmen like I was doing a fucking South Park. <laughs> um, for the Tigers, you had Revolt with five, Clark and Pickett with two, Bolton, Ryan, Mansell, Gray, McIntosh, Prestia and Tirano with the one. Disposals for the Giants, she had Green 35, 10 scoring moments, eight clearances, eight inside 50s. Ash had 33, eight intercepts. Whitfield had 33 with nine intercepts, seven scoring moments, 574 metres gain. Ward, who I thought was really good, had 32 with nine scoring rolls, 75, 50s, and seven tackles. And for the Tigers, this guy is putting together a really good season with Timmy Taranto, 36, nine clearances, and 630 metres gained. To go with his one goal. Yes, and uh, talking points. Thrilling finish with Marlon Pickett sealing the game with 28 seconds to go. I was on the edge of my seat. Uh, we are watching the last quarter at the Nixon Hotel time. Bef- before we um, went to Marvel. So it was actually really, really good good game it was just going goal for goal yeah it was um me and campbell was sitting there and was was thinking because it was down in gws's forward line they're not getting it out with i think there was three minutes to go or something yeah and funny enough they somehow got it out and oh no sorry gws kicked a goal um it was quite funny they didn't have anyone on the line richmond yeah that, that I think it was his third last goal GWS There was no bloke on the line No nothing It bounced through And yeah Is Jack really finished? I think this will be his last season But he's still got some Go in his tank I I do believe this will be his last season I think he personally will step away yeah. But he's still He's still proven He's got some Got some to, more to give I don't uh, You don't really want him to go around Round no. again because then you don't want him to be like a buddy. Oh Jesus! Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Considering well, he's, he's pa- considering it, considering he's paying his three fifty this weekend, and you're saying that type of comments. Anyways, uh, Josh Faha coming on as a sub, kicked his first goal, which put the Giants in front in the last. So that's a good moment. Unfortunately, they didn't take home the chocolates in the end. But injuries: you have Daniels with a hamstring, who continues his shocking run of um, injuries, having just coming back from one, and Grimes with a shoulder. Now, your boys. Jesus, you made it hard for yourself, didn't you? Hey, they actually played very good football. You made it hard for yourself. They played very good you football. You made it hard for yourself. And I've got I've got a um a little bit of a dig at one of your players. 
unsportsmanlike act. Anyways, that was not unsportsman. No, hey, hey. you are not talking about freaking Carl Langford because of that little shove at the end. Get get over yourself. Get over it. I just backed to go with you, Bet, dog. Die. The siren's gone. The guy's laying on the ground and he's gone like that to him. Screw him. He deserved no, no, it. No, no, no. He deserved it. He's no. not unsportsmanlike. Yeah. They all shook hands after it. <laughs> North Melbourne still suck. I bet you he spat on it and wiped his ass with it too before shaking Langford's hand. Probably. Langford probably deserved it. I just it. thought it was a bit. bit. Uh, it's a solid win. Anyway. So Essendon versus North Melbourne. I wish someone just got up and hooked him at that point. That would have been funny. God, it was a heart, almost a heart attack. I was jumping up and down and sitting down and sads and everything like this. Mixed emotions, Tricky. Mixed, M- mixed emotions. emotions. Anyway, so 16-9, 105 Essendon defeated 15-9, North Melbourne. Goal kickers, Langford kick four, Guilfie two, Martin, Perkins, Merritt two, Stringer, Draper, Menzi, D'Ambrose one. Zerha had four. Larky 2, Common Jones 2, Stevenson, Scott, Thomas, McDonald, Tucker, Phillips, Goldstein, all 1. Disposals, Merritt 34, 11 marks, 10 score involvements, 8 clearances, 7 <laughs> inside 50s and eight, 578 gained metres. Mm-hmm. Caldwell 27, 9 marks and 8 inside 50s. Hall 27, 589 metres gained. Phillips 27, 8 score involvements and 8 clearances and eight ta- 6 tackles, sorry. Talking points, Kyle Langford and Nick Martin are putting together good seasons for the Bombers. Yeah, they've been really good. Now, we, me and Connor have been getting stuck in doing a bit about Nick Martin. He, he's here. close. He's probably he's probably on there by the end of the buy round. I guarantee you that. I'm not doing my All-Australian until after the buy round. Like all really? The, they're all you're coming. Not do- you're, oh. till they all Till it comes back to all everyone's playing. Okay. He'll probably be in it by then. I'm not going to... Yeah. Like, he's probably be in it by then. It's... I just feel sorry for West Coast. <laughs> Honestly, because they let him go and we picked him up late last year, and he's just been an absolute star for us. Honestly, like playing on that wing half four role, yeah. Um, he averages a goal a game, I'm pretty sure. So, like, he's under is it just under? I'm pretty sure 0.6. Oh, every game I've watched, he's kicked <laughs> a goal. Seriously, honestly, anyway. Uh, Kyle Langford again, he's damaging up forward, but. It's just hard for him because he can play in so many different roles. Yeah. Um, like, I think a couple of games this year he's played down back. Shouldn't be playing back. Nah. But he gets put down there because he he can play it. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping he stays forward for the rest of the year, but it's going to be hard when Peter Wright comes back because then you still got you got the three tolls there. Um, I don't think Sam Weedham will get dropped. I don't think that. So, hopefully not. Um, yeah. Yeah, Will Phillips is starting to put, starting to show some talent though. Yeah, he came was a pick three. I can't remember what year, but um, was struggling to get a game in the senior side. But geez, he looked good. I think I heard uh, uh, one of the shows. They were saying like just after halftime, he really turned it around for him. Mm-hmm. He was the the difference. Yep. Um, especially with Simkin going down early, and I didn't even know he went down early until they showed it on the. Um, the big screen saying they went down. Yep. Um, and then I think Hugh Greenwood went down early as well. I'm pretty sure a bit later, but yeah, still. Uh, I think singles might have been half time. Still, there you go. Half time. Will Phillips comes out and absolutely puts on a show like it's a clinic. Merritt was huge all day, especially in that first quarter. It was big. 
kicking two goals. Yeah, he was beautiful. collecting sixteen. We thought game over first quarter. I Liam really Shields did good for him in the second quarter. Though. Liam Shields did very good on him, keeping well, more touches. That's where it all went wrong for us. <laughs> as soon as Merritt got shut down, we we went freaking we went into our shells. Um, but super sub, Massimo D'Ambrosio kicks a goal. Mm-hmm. Right before his twenty second birthday. Yeah. Day before his twenty second birthday. Um. Yeah, it all unfolded. Did you see Andrew Phillips? Without him. So, Stringer, I think it was the... Th- oh, yeah, yeah, that was absolutely <laughs> atrocious. Don't even sit there and try and tell me he was... He was thinking nothing else, going, Oh, jeez, I'm a big dopey ruckman, but I reckon I can snap a goal from about 35 out on the boundary. I could do this. Newsflash, no, you can't, mate. Mate, it was absolute piss Oh, it was so it. funny. But I laughed my head off. As I said before, the... Podcast started with us like it was. Oh no, we started actually. Sorry, at the start it was mixed emotions. Going, though, me and Jin said, "Next goal wins it." We kicked the goal and we thought, "We're we're on. We're we're gonna and win they this." Another one. Then they kicked one. Then we kicked another one. Then they kicked one. Then we finally kicked the final seal. It was this. Honestly, it was. It was good just to see a win. Yeah, <laughs> live. But mm. um, I think we had an injury. Or no. Just the injury. Oh yeah, no. Shield. It actually wasn't an injury. Uh wasn't it? No. No. Um it was just precaution. Okay. Um it was about his ankle. Yeah. Um third quarter he just Imagine if you lost and you went with precaution. <laughs> but everyone was saying that he was only gonna play three quarters apparently and then get taken off. Everyone yep. was hearing but like it was just precaution apparently. As soon as they he tweaked something, they said that nah, come off. Yep. Went for some scans and that was about it. Um, and then we had Sim, obviously I mentioned Simkin and Greenwood concussion, so they'll be out. Mm-hmm. All right, Tricky's team of the week. All right, here we go. I'm fired up. Did this last night. I was very tired. Where to God, Nick Martin better be in there. Can I get a pen? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh. Anyway, here we go. Uh, full full back line. I've got Isaac Quainer. Yep. Uh, Ben Mackay. That was something you didn't put in the notes. He was good, wasn't he? Yeah, damn it. 18 disposals I know. for 100% efficiency. I know, how good. Oh, he had 10 marks. Uh, yeah, 10 marks and 14 intercepts. Yeah. God, he, he was another difference. He's out of contract at the end of the year too. Yeah, he's coming to Essendon. And Jordan Ridley in the other pocket. Yep, about time. Uh, half back <laughs> lines. I've got Tom Stewart, Jack Buckley. From the Giants. Yep. And Brody Smith from the Adelaide Crows. Okay. On my wings, I have Ed Langdon. Oh, yeah. And Nick Martin. Um, <laughs> and Nick <laughs> about, Martin. About time. Yeah. In the centre, I've got Zach Merritt. Yep. Uh, my half forward line is Junior Rioli. Jack, look, he kicked four. Yeah, no, 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 no. Jack Lukosius. Yep. And Jeremy Finlayson. Okay. Uh, my full forward... I have crossed everything out here and I've made a big, big, like, scribble because I nearly left out Finlayson. Oh, there we go. Full four line is Luke Bruce, Jack Revolt, and Todd Marshall. Okay. Uh, my midfield is Tim English, Dom Sheed, and Tim Taranto. Yep. And my interchange is Nick Dacos, Connor Rosie, Caleb Daniel, Tom Green, and my sub is Will Phillips. I'm surprised you put Dom Sheed in there. 
Well, he had 43, but <laughs> tell you what, Dom, if I ever see him, mate, it's, just, I just, I just, it's on site. Nah, it's a pretty good tape. Yeah. Um, what's your unlucky miss-outs? Unlucky miss-outs. Um, who have I crossed out? Uh, Cam Zerhaar's probably a bit stiff. Kick four. Yeah, but you can't go past the other uh, ones. Yeah, he's probably a bit stiff. Bailey Dale, I've crossed out here, is a bit stiff. Yeah. He had 31. Um, who else? That's probably about it, really. Um, yeah. No, that's all right. All right, what's on to our next segment, Trick? Um, what is oh, Andrew Phillips, team of the year. All right, now, then I hear that. Do it. My house. Oh, we can do that, yeah. Phillips, great grab. He's been so impressive this year. First goal. Phillips to the ground. Goals. Big goal. Oh, good tackle on that occasion by Phillips. Aggressive tackle it was by Phillips. All right, so we didn't have one last week, obviously, but the two players that will be put up for the vote on our Instagram story for selection. So make sure you stay tuned to your Instagram story on the Friday. <coughs> make sure to get involved because it's your say who gets in the squad so we can put together a finalised team. So for the first one, we're going to the Gold Coast or the Darwin Suns and Adelaide Crows game. We're going to a guy who had kicked two and he had 25 touches and 10 tackles, eight score involvements, six clearances. This guy is the definition of a goer. He's a workhorse. Not not best blessed with the best skills, I'd say. Yep. But, geez, he tries hard. We're going with Ben Keys. Good pick. And funnily enough, we're staying with that game. Now, this guy, although he's got talent, he's the definition of a goer. He does things different too. Yeah. Does a little bit, it's a little bit different. Uh, you might compare him to an animal sometimes. Eats a bit of grass. Yeah, eats a bit of grass. We're going to go with Matt Rowe for his 10 clearances. Jeez, he's a definition of a goer. Is he the next Joel Selwood? Is he the next Joel Selwood? As long as he's not ducking all the time. <laughs> nah, probably. How hard he goes in it, yeah. Yeah, so Ben Keys and Matt Rowe. So make sure you get on the Instagram story on Friday and get to voting for that. Now, the next thing we want to talk about is the Supercoach for the split round. So I'll just wind that up now. I got two out of my three wins. I don't know if I won in our league, but we'll soon find out. Uh, if it's the classic, it's not letting me. And when we load it up now. Oh, man, hurry up. And it's not letting me get on one. Here we go. Log in. Classic. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Game day. Uh, up the guts comp. See all matches. All right. So, all matches here. So, we had Riles come up against Coke with Ginevan, which is Connor. There we go. Riles, 1,880. Defeated Coke with Ginevan, 1,830. So, another close loss for Connor with 50 points. Port Adelaide Powder, 1,510. Defeated by four left, 1,793. Mavs team, 1,803. Defeated Bailey Sniff, 1,356. Jesus, that's low score. Oh, it is the buy round, so people are out, remember? Why not change your team? You only get two trades, mate. Oh. Anyways, uh, in it to win it, 1,716 defeated. Calculations go hard, 1,483. Oh. Fill in, 1,879 defeated. Bloods and Crips, 1,339. Wannabe Cuz, 1,624 defeated by Chickadees, 1,723. 
demonstrative, 1,908. Defeated Dallas domination with 1,723. I believe that might be his... Um, 1,798, so I believe that might be his first loss. It is. And Tricky's Troops, 1,429. Defeated Froffy's Fray, 1,100. We're back on the winner's board. That is a low score. We're back on, on the winner's board. Now if we go over to the, the standings, we'll go through the top eight and where myself and Connor are as well. So for Della, has been knocked off the top. Like I said, first loss. Four left, Noah, who is under... Uh, no, undefeated. Uh, Ten wins. Yeah, he's undefeated. Sorry. No, he's had one loss. Oh, one loss. Yep. Um, we have four lefts on top. Dallas Domination is second. In it to win it, Zach is third. Riles, Riley Worsling is fourth. In fifth, last year's winner, Maverick Wybang with Mavs team. Fill in, Sam is sixth. Demonstrative is seventh. Myself is ape, and just below me is Connor with Cobra Ginevan. <laughs> so, and the next thing we want to talk about before we round off of our tips is Test Championship starting the final. Yeah, I'll be watching that. Yep, is that tonight? Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Now tomorrow we believe at seven. We believe the squad is already the teams out. You seen the first eleven? We believe it's already been finalized. Have you seen? Yeah, this? it's. Pretty much all the same except for Scott. It's Kawaja, um, Warner Kawaja. Oh no, no, this it was the squad hasn't been uh, the team hasn't been properly named. The bowlers have, but then the round it's pretty much going to be we assume. Yeah, Warner Kawaja to open, then Lavishang at three, Smith at four, Head at five, Green at six, Kerry at seven with the gloves on as well. Paddy Cummins, Mitch Stark, Nathan Lyon, and Scott Bowen. And I'm really happy Scott Bowen got a look in. Hundred percent. He, He's going to do wonders over there. Oh, I'm hoping he does, especially, like, I'm really hoping they actually get a decent crack there. Especially, like, I reckon this this Test Championship final game is a real uh, audition. For Ashes? For Ashes. Mm. It's a real audition to see what he, like, he, what he does over in England conditions. I know it might be only one game, but still, a lot can happen in one game, so... Which prediction are we getting the win? I don't know. I'm going to back us in. We 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 we're um. It's it's more of a fact like they've got they've got Shami, um, Mohammed Suraj. They're a good side. Like there there's two damage like you you mentioned Yadav. Three gun bowlers straight up to, off the bat, like right there, that could destroy us. Especially um, Shammy, like him to David Warner is like Stuart Broad to David Warner because he just goes around the wicket and swings it away from him. Mm-hmm. Did it in India, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully, it's a real good contest. Yeah, I'm really hoping it is, and it's not just a blowout. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But yeah, no, I'll back us in. Obviously, I'm not going to sit there and say India, but yeah, we'll have a look. Oh, trick. Onto the tips. All right, so we've got Thursday night footy back. Do we? Yes. Ooh, Sydney, oh, yes, we do. Sydney yes, we and do. Sydney and it's Buddy's 350th or 300? 350th. 350th. Sydney v St Kilda, the SCG. I'm going to back the Swannies in to get up for Buddy's big milestone. Saints. Okay, uh, Friday night, we got the Dogs and Port at Marvel, and I think Port make a statement here over in... Melbourne as well to show 
they can match it with the best in the competition in Melbourne, and they are a flag contender. I'm going with Port Adelaide. I'll go Port, but it's going to be an arm wrestle. Uh, Saturday at the G Hawthorne Brisbane. I'll comfortably go with Brisbane. Yep, Brisbane. Uh, uh, Adelaide Oval. <laughs> Adelaide. <laughs> Adelaide versus West Coast. I'm going to go with the, the Crows. Um, <laughs> uh, Saturday night, you've also got the Frio Dockers v Richmond at Optus Day. I'm going to go with Frio. They're looking better now. I'll go Richmond. Ooh, over in Perth too. Yep. Sunday, we got... So wait, you're going against your Frio. You're going against your Frio. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, okay. mate, mate, I went two weeks in a row okay. with them. Uh, now I change it up. This could be a decent game. It's in Tassie. North. North GWS. North. I'm going north. <laughs> if they play the way that they played against us, despite that first quarter, if they go four quarters, they win. GWS. North. Carlton Essendon. It's a, it's really weird to say Carlton's 14th. It's really, it's weird. really weird to say Essendon's 6th. <laughs> it should be flipped. Realistically, it should be flipped. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm going Essendon. Oh. But everyone's saying... Like, I'm I going, don't know. I'm going Essendon, but everyone's saying they're going to apparently come out and make a statement against us. But They were supposed to do that last week. Didn't happen. So I'm going Essendon and... You are? Oh, Essendon, I think. You know what? Why am I even stressed? I'm a comments putter. Ah, suck shit, Carlton. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm loving this. Dickhead. I'm loving this. Yeah. Um, um, and that's the last game. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Queen's birthday. And I want a Queen's birthday medalist. It's actually a Queen's a birthday, sorry. King's birthday, dickhead. My bad. Just going to take a bit to get used to that. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's just another public holiday. Just one's name's the king now. Well, uh, All right, smartass, calm down. Well, get it right. I'm not copping that. Dickhead. Not copping that. Anyways, Melbourne Collingwood, I think the pies get up. <coughs> Tough game, though. It's always a close game on King's birthday. Well, Queen's birthday, but now King's. It's always a tough game. Melbourne. Who's winning the medal? <laughs> Darcy Moore. Oh, in, I in like lo- that. In a losing game. I like that. I've got two. Dacos. Well, I didn't want to say it because it's obvious, and but like the ticking damage game like that, but a little slider. It's not really a slider, but Tom Mitchell. Tom Mitchell. No. Tom Mitchell. He's having a really good season. He's changed our midfield around. He has. He's kicking goals. Was it, I just want to ask, how many goals has he actually kicked this year? Don't know. I, don't know. I, I thought that might have been his first for some reason. No. Nah, he's kicked a few. He's kicked a few. So that's how much I'm paying attention to Cox. It does. It really does. Well, screw you. I don't need to pay attention to you. Or Mason Cox to get his second. <laughs> he's won one before. Yeah, I know. Darcy Moore. Yeah. All right, that's going to wrap up this week's episode. I'll do thank you guys for listening. Make sure you tune in to this episode via YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, click the follow button and notification bell so you're notified every time we upload. Till then, see you guys next week. See you guys.